welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined this afternoon by uh, a photographer and artist uh, who's originally from Milwaukee, but now lives in Las Vegas. And um, she goes by uh, uh, Lotus Valentine. And uh, I'm excited to talk to her a little bit about her passions, artistry, and why she does what she does. Thank you very much for joining me today, Michelle. Thank you, Ben. It's an honor to be here for real. Like I said, this is my first time being interviewed since really like leaving and doing what I do now and all the accomplishments. So I think this is going to be awesome to kind of just inspire people and let people know like what I'm doing now. Perfect. Hell yeah. Perfect. <laughs> uh, you're doing great so far. Um, so you brought Thank yourself you. here. I know, I know you had to like sign up for Zoom and everything. Uh, <laughs> to get on. Yeah, it's all good though. I'm like, hopefully people will want to Zoom me more now or I'll be invited to stuff because I'm down. <laughs> Dude, it's convenient. Like it's definitely not going to go away even after like the pandemic's over. Like now, because now it's like, you know, I can interview people from wherever they Anywhere. are. Anywhere, yeah anywhere in the world basically and it's just like normal <laughs> yeah it's great so um well first and foremost how are you i'm doing good i just celebrated 24 years of life yesterday congrats happy birthday thank you so it was really good like i can't complain i just got back to vegas from la i flew out there for the day for a shoot so it was just cool to have fun and work at the same time. So I guess it's just like a reminder of why I'm doing what I do. Great. That's perfect. I mean, that's like, <laughs> that's the most optimal birthday you can have at this point. Right. I'm like, I cannot complain. <laughs> what was, um, what was birthday dinner? Um, Magianos. It was, um, actually, I worked there for three years in Milwaukee and then I transferred to the one on the strip when I moved here originally. And now just like three, four years later, I'm eating there in celebration of not working for anybody at all. So Ooh. it was just super cool to be able to do that. And it's like the best food. So <laughs> what kind of food is it? It's Italian. Mm. Yep. Authentic Italian dishes, pasta, all of that. Which is oh, so good. Give me all the carbs. Yeah, carbs. for real. And that's why it's a once a year thing. <laughs> Feel that for sure. Well, dope. I'm glad you had such a, a wholesome uh, birthday you. and weekend and whatnot. Um, so uh, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And so um, I've, yeah, I've been familiar with your work for a while, but by the time, like, I kind of, like, started following you, you already moved out west, um, <laughs> so that was back when I was, you know, doing the show in person still, uh, before this whole Zoom thing happened, but now, uh, I'm glad we can finally do this, um, so, uh, let's see, um, usually what I've been starting with, um, two things, first, are you, like, born and raised in Milwaukee? I sure am. I was born in like Menominee Falls, I think, but I lived in Milwaukee my whole life. Like I lived in uh, the suburbs in Franklin, 
half the week and then on the north side like on 57th and center for like the other half of the week so I grew up seeing like both sides of Wisconsin and Milwaukee and really just taking in everything there you know for sure okay cool um you ever uh were you much of like in River West at all yeah, um, a lot of like, as I got older, you know, a lot of my friends um, moved over there. And now when I go back, I usually stay in River West because like my good friend lives there. And, you know, a lot of my friends live downtown, but um, we used to rock River West with like free space and stuff a couple of years ago. So. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I'm rocking <laughs> River West now. Now, yes. Yeah. It's a vibe over there, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's great. We all just, it's all all beer slugging hippies you know and uh, yeah <laughs> everyone but that's uh, how it goes <laughs> yeah yeah no i i love it here i i've been in river west for almost two years now um love it so um so so when you were younger when you were a kid uh what did you want to be when you grew up <laughs> i wanted to be a rapper as crazy as that sounds like I swear it was like, I don't know. I just really always listened to hip hop and had like Biggie Smalls as like my alter ego. So like, I would just rap him all day and tell like my family to like record me like I was on VH1 and shit and literally like pretend I was like Biggie Smalls. I didn't call myself Big Mac and me and my sister still laugh about that, but um yeah, that's kind of like where Lotus Valentine came from, though. Like, I was dabbling in music, so I made like a different name. And after that, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do this. So my visual art really took over and I just kept the name. Oh, OK, cool. Well, <laughs> that uh, that answers a future question of where that. I know. Goes. I'm sorry. I was like thinking that I'm like, oh, no, 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 you're, <laughs> I'm not like I no worries at all like um that's cool um well are you do you do any music at all anymore no I think it was like uh like I wanted to do it as a kid so when I got old enough and had friends that were recording and making music I was like yo like let me just try it too and shoot I got a couple thousand runs on a song on SoundCloud so I feel pretty cool but <laughs> besides that I was just like no and then you know I just was like I want to stick to something I feel more passionate about yeah. which was like my visual art and it takes less of like I don't know it it's a lot to like record and write and stuff my boyfriend does that so I'm just gonna leave that to him <laughs> sure yeah no I get that um yeah I mean hey you can say you did that shit like, yeah, that's I like to say I did it all, man. Like for real. Just try yeah. anything for real. I mean Trying couple, stuff gets you to where you are now, always. You gotta just pick yeah. something up and you never know where it's gonna lead you. Yeah, I mean shit. A couple thousand uh streams on SoundCloud, that shit was popping. <laughs> it was popping. <laughs> I was like 16. I felt super good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that that's tight. <laughs> um dope. So yeah, I guess that, well, so that leads us to, so you're a photographer and artist. When was, like, um, I guess, like, your first time really, like, picking up a camera and having fun with it? So, 
I like low-key made videos like throughout all the like middle school and stuff because like back then I'm only I just turned 24 so I'm still kind of young so like but that's when we were really introduced to like having like Max at school and stuff so <clears throat> we had iMovie and I would just take a camera and like record everywhere like I would edit it everything and it didn't really hit me till recently that I used to do that and like I've been doing this almost my whole life now that I can think about it and yeah I put them on YouTube those got a couple hundred views I was so young I was like this is I don't even know why people are watching me being like 12 years old <laughs> that just doesn't sound right but um yeah and then I I guess I just asked for like a camera for Christmas like a little digital Nikon and it wasn't anything it didn't even have like a detachable lens but I just started taking pictures of like all my friends and stuff and then Instagram came around so I wanted to take it seriously but uh and my uncle is a photographer so I played with his like actual camera as a kid growing up and I don't know it's just always been around me right so um were you like kind of like an art kid in school Honestly, no, I was a bad kid. Like I didn't take school seriously. So I ended up getting transferred to an alternative school, which actually saved me and changed my life. Like it really did. I went there as a sophomore when it was originally for seniors and like juniors who were catching up on credits, but they saw like my spirit and like my potential but they knew what was going on in my personal life so they were like we want to give you this chance and I was like in the midst of fully moving to the north side of Milwaukee so it was just like a lot of you know personal things in my life that I was like I don't want to focus on school so I feel like I loved like being in art class but I didn't participate as much as I wish I did until I was transferred to the alternative school in um, like Cudahy or something. And they were the first people to literally hand me a paintbrush. And it was like a four foot, four by four, like wood board. And I painted like a big, beautiful Buddha on there when I was like 16 or 17. I guess that's when I really like tapped into like my artistry. And they like sold it at a gallery night. And I was like, wow, like I did that. Like, that's crazy. So I just never stopped. I just started painting all the time and selling them. And it was just kind of crazy that people wanted to buy something that I made. So it was super cool. It's a really, um, it's just such a powerful feeling, you know, that your ideas expressed in a unique way meant enough to somebody else for them to uh to invest in it you know like right and want to look at it every day like that's gonna be on your wall <laughs> I'm like it must be decent like that's awesome <laughs> right oh yeah I just started um uh so this past summer like I when I got my unemployment like I just really wanted to kind of you know redistribute my wealth in whatever way I could and um I started buying picking up a lot of local artists prints and stuff and i have a little gallery going on in my hallway we've got some really talented uh milwaukee oh yeah doing all kinds i of love things. i like recently i've seen a few people post those statuses like drop your small business with like a picture and i literally went through one 
with people in Milwaukee and bought like five different people's stuff. Like my birthday outfit I just did a shoot in was like a small personal own, like one girl runs it, like just things like that, where I'm like, you know, that's who we should be supporting because these businesses and Walmart to buy a picture, like it's just, it doesn't right. have the same value at all. I see yeah. and I'm like, man, like I wish I could do what some people did, you know, and it's, it's just like a lot of people with those talents don't get recognized and we need to really push to like support people who are doing it themselves, you know? Hell yeah. Power of community for sure. Yes. <laughs> so beyond um, high school, what would your photography and art career look like? So after <clears throat> high school is when it really took off. When I turned like 18, I graduated like almost a half a year early from being in that school and was really just able to like hit the ground running and moved out into my own spot and I that's when I really got surrounded with like fellow creatives um a lot of musicians and like I said like I would just take pictures of them and that's when like Instagram started really popping and I've seen people in like the Milwaukee community and beyond like really great photographers and I was like damn like I need my pictures to look like that like I'm I don't want them to look how they look now like people shot with me all the time of course but just to be able to like say now like I'm taking pictures I wanted to take back then is just kind of crazy but yeah that's what inspired me the most is like a lot of talented photographers and I was like if I'm gonna be taking pictures like I need to give people stuff that looks like this so I um had a friend whose boyfriend was like you know I will do like a payment plan on my Canon for you which is like a nice camera to me at the time and I, I bought it and it really like changed everything like I just took pictures of everyone's shows every event like really any and everything and I'm still the same I don't I'm not uh, like opposed to taking pictures of really anything but um I was just doing whatever and getting dragged around and people started like booking me and I was like wow I really gotta get better so I had um you know, been working and investing my time and money into like getting better at photography and being a good creative. And I uh, invested in a Sony camera, like a Sony a6000. And it was just like the best thing ever to me. This was like right around the time I was getting ready to within the year I left Milwaukee. So it was kind of like, I did a bunch of stuff to get me to like my peak. And that's when I kind of left. It was just like, I don't know, meant to be in a sense, but um, I still get a lot of support back home. But uh, yeah, and that camera changed my life, like took pictures of so many places and things like in my quality and my editing. And yeah, so it it kind of pushed um, like painting out the way. I've been really focused on my photos and I really don't have time to paint, but I really want to get back into it. Mm -hmm. Hey, well, it'll work its way back in there at some point for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty dope. I've been doing it for like five years now, I want to say. No, like six, like six years. Yeah. So and I'd say in the past, like two is when I've like been my best. You know, I really I personally see like the quality and the growth and everything. And you do it full time now. Yeah, I quit my job, like, I want to say almost a year ago, 
um, had to be like March or April of last year, right around when the pandemic really hit and they had us working from home and I was just like going crazy. I was like, I cannot, I was working at a call center. So talking to people in my own house all day and I have roommates and oh, stuff God, it's, yeah. and a dog and that I'm just like, I can't so do this. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I was working for Audible, which was all about books. And oh my gosh, these people were crazy about their damn books. I just was like, why am I arguing about somebody about their book when I should just be taking pictures? So I like saw, I weighed how many like, you know, potential clients I had and regular clients and inquiries. And I was like, you know what? We're just going to take this leap of faith. And I did, and it has been just like out of control, miraculous. I can't complain. It's definitely hard work, but it's worth it. Like this is what I wanted to do, you know? So totally. I don't have to clock in. I just have to be on time for my clients. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, that's that's humbling. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, um, and it's, I mean, you may not have to be answering to no boss or anything, but you do ultimately, you're answering to yourself and your clients and there's a certain level of like rigidness you have to build because, you know, it's either you do this and you, you're, you make the mo- and you make money and you sustain yourself or you just don't. Like complacency is not really an option there. So it definitely build that that discipline real fast. Yeah, it's definitely like I'm in mode, like fight or flight mode. Like I I can't not do stuff. Like I I have to take almost every opportunity that comes my way because I'm like, this is my life now. Like I it's what I have to do to make money and survive. And I also want to be like, somebody people look up to and you know I just want to be a goat in the photographer world like I want to just have a book when I'm older of like all my images I took over the years and shit like stuff like that and that's why I'm like I can't I I am my business so I have to really be the best person I can be right now and give people the best quality stuff and like you said although I'm not answering to like a boss like I deal with a lot with my clients, but I love them and, you know, it's all good. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Sure. So um, what, uh, what brought you um, out to Vegas? So I had went to LA as like my first time really like leaving Wisconsin on my own. on just like a trip to my friend who moved there from Milwaukee. And I stayed with her for like two whole weeks and I just fell in love with like the feeling and like the art and just how creative and dope it was. Like it was what I wanted to be around and Lord knows I hate the snow. So I was just like, I've been saying I want to leave. And I had met um, my boyfriend like a year or two prior and he got an opportunity to move out there um and like make money and work and live so we um went long distance and he came back a couple times to visit me and we talked like you know about Vegas and I had never even been there but um things in Milwaukee just started like not going the way I had planned in a sense like they were just kind of negative and I couldn't get 
uh, like a positive, good living situation right away when I decided to part from my sister. We've lived together my whole life. So you get to that point where you're just like, we need to do our own thing. And yeah, it just, it was too much for me at being 18 to like really find my, my own spot and stuff. So I had um, talked to my boyfriend and he was like, well, I think it's time that you come out here then. And he was ready to move on to a new chapter of his career in life with what he was doing out there. So we just set up camp and I just sold everything and took another chance and just moved there. And my whole family was like, what? I was 20 when I left. So this is going to be my fourth year here. And um, yeah, it was just kind of crazy. I had no idea what I where I was going, what I was getting myself into. But like I said, I uh, transferred jobs to Maggiano. So I was like, I have a job. We have a place to live. Like, I'm just going to do it. And I did. And it's it's been a journey. It's been dope. Like, it's definitely been like we reflect all the time on when we first came out here to like where we are now because it has been the climb for real it's not you if you've never been to Vegas you have no idea where you're going or what you're getting yourself into it's just like anywhere different areas all of that like just a different world so I wasn't quite prepared but it's been like awesome you know yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel that uh, as I guess, you know, not only moving to a different city, but a different time zone too. Yeah, uh, it, with nobody either. Like it was just me and my man and we have no family here or anything. We've built a family over time here with friends and stuff, but yeah, we really started fresh, like drop us off a plane in the middle of anywhere type shit. And of a that's how it felt. <laughs> yeah, I was like in the middle of a desert. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Was, it's crazy. Yeah. It just sounds like like a whole, it sounds like a comedy movie, you know, but it is. <laughs> yeah. No, well, like, a couple things. Been. Yeah, a couple things. Like, for one, uh, if you hate the snow, um, you would not miss what's going on over here right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have about it's 10 bad. degrees today. My God. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's been the polar vortex the past week. Um, but uh, also, um, yeah, I, I've, I've been to Vegas one time. I was there for a convention in college, and we stayed at the, uh, the Tropicana. Wow. And uh, <laughs> yeah, right on the strip. Yeah. And I mean, we got to explore a little bit, but didn't really. I mean, there's only so much you can do when you're there for like a specific context like that. But yeah, um, I'm interested in hearing a little bit more about the art scene out there, like just kind of what the dynamic is like. Yeah. So pre COVID, it was popping like, you know, as so I would say. Vegas is more for visual artists, photographers, videographers, more than musicians. Um, sadly, hopefully we can make a change in the next couple of years. But, um, you know, it's here. But for me, I've been like super thriving with what I do because there's a surplus of people who are creatives and need people to capture their vision. But um we have like a couple spots out here that like 
blew up and grew um <clears throat> that were like hubs for like artists to perform and stuff and um it's it's different like as compared to Milwaukee like you kind of have to really put yourself out there as for in Milwaukee everyone kind of just like finds their way to each other in a sense yeah. um it's like you really gotta push out here like <laughs> but um we had some really dope spots with um like art music events all the time almost like every weekend every week they'd go all through the night they would do like um shoot like a hundred people lineups it would last like it'd be like an eight hour day and it would just be like artist fashion show painter like every kind of art so they really support anyone who's a creative here but those people who are like on the platform type shit or who are on the lineup are the ones who like put themselves out there you know what I mean so we showed our faces a lot at those events and I made a lot of like connects and even people from let's say like two three years ago when I went to a few of those events are hitting me now like oh my god I remember you from back then like I would love to work and I just have like a message sitting in their inbox from like three years ago because nobody knew who I was yeah <laughs> but it's okay but um for painters and stuff like the art district out here is super dope it was one of my uh first jobs out here I got interned with a like phenomenal um painter by the name of dre and he's like the goat he's um he's a super cool dude he's been doing art for like 40 years or something and we had painted about five murals here in vegas so it's just cool to like know that something i contributed to like a painting is up for how, however many years and however many people have seen it i've just scrolled down my timeline and seen people in front of like one of the murals i painted and i'm like this is such a dope feeling so there's definitely money here for artists um there used to be first friday pre-covid where damn near the whole city would fill the art district which is right um at the north side of the strip like where the strip begins there's an art district like five minutes from there and it's just all mural shops personal owned like little studios with different rooms and it's just super cool there's there's a lot of art here i would say like you see it everywhere it's not as much as la but um there's definitely a lot that yeah, yeah. i mean that all that all does sound really cool that you know <laughs> Been, yeah uh, you know you've been gradually it sounds like making making a name for yourself out there um yeah it's been dope for real to just be able i feel like vegas is small like milwaukee small once you do start meeting people it's like everybody knows each other like i recently just shot with a girl from milwaukee who only knows like 10 like a bunch of people i know in vegas but nobody from milwaukee and i was like that is the strangest thing yet like usually it's the opposite <laughs> so it's it's pretty cool yeah and i always tell people to like hit me up when they come here because i'm like i gotta show around because you're just gonna go to the strip and be like oh okay like what is this like right. there's <laughs> A lot of beauty in like the mountains and the deserts and stuff like those are some of my favorite places to shoot because it's just like naturally just like wow <laughs> yeah right totally um 
Cool. So in terms of your your visuals, I, I, I visited your website and I was reading a little bit about your um, kind of your uh, thematic uh, approach. And I, I like just kind of how you emphasize like a lot of raw emotion, like that's really what you uh, aim to capture in, in your work. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about sort of like, you know, if you want to expand on that a little bit, like just when it comes yeah. to, you know, the shoots that you do, like, you know, like why is like, you know, emotion and capturing it the specific way you do so important to you? I feel like I love, like, I love being real in a sense. Like I, I want to give people something to look at that makes them feel something rather than just like, oh, like, this is cool. Like, no, like, I want people to sit there and, like, study my photos and, like, really catch, like, what I was trying to catch. And a lot of the stuff I post um, is, like, my personal work. Um, I try to really, even with shoots that I'm booked for, I really try to, like, put my touch on things and get the model, like, comfortable and give them tips of, like, how to pose or little ideas on like what I think will look good and really just tell them to like be themselves because people try to be so like they're intimidated by like the camera in a sense just like any most people are like I don't want my picture taken but when they're doing it and investing their money and their time into it like I love people to have a variety of images that they get back that that like capture different things like I'm very people say I'm like a fast shooter in a sense because I'm like all right we're gonna do this 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 like I I see things and I change them as I go because I'm a visual artist so it's being a painter I feel like really helps me capture different kinds of images because I really like study the picture like what's in front of me as I'm taking it like I'm envisioning it as the photo before I even take it in a sense so I love like I love, like I said, I love images that people can just like really look at and go back on. That's not just gonna like fade away from their memory because we're such a, in a fast paced time of life and people look at pictures and visuals all day. But I, I just wanna give something some, like that can stick with people, you know? So I feel like capturing emotion in art is like the biggest thing. And that's why I love working with so many kinds of people. I'd say I'm more of like a portrait photographer rather than like just a street or like landscape or whatever. Like I'm, I love working with people. Like that's my strong suit. And I just think, I would love to take a picture of like everybody in the world if I could, cause everyone's just unique. And I feel like that's what we need to capture when we take pictures, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like the emotional display of a person can, you know, say the most words. Um, yeah, with no words at all. And people can relate or like feel the image. And that's what yeah. I want. Like, I've been like trying to tap into like a lot of vintage style, even though I'm using like a, a new camera. I love making it like a vintage feel because I'm very inspired by like the 70s, 80s, 90s, even like the 50s. Like, I love other eras of time and fashion. So I really try to like capture that as well with like small details and editing and color grading and shit. So yeah, I just, I really want people to like 
feel like they're in my image or like just really can relate to it in a sense. Yeah, totally. That's cool. Cause like, there's so many like uh, universal um, <clears throat> kind of cues that uh, we take from person to person on simply from like facial expressions and those nonverbal displays. So, I mean, that's a, uh, that's a really like powerful uh, area of focus to emphasize. Um, yeah. So, um, and I've seen, you just inspired me to want to do more. Like now I'm like, shoot, yeah. I got to do some really hidden emotion now. Shit. Might have to hop off this podcast and get shooting. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I, I know what you're saying for sure. Um, so uh, what are you currently? Yeah. What kind of camera are you currently shooting with? I have a Sony a seven um, I got her last year. Um, my previous camera was like a Sony a 6,000. It was like this smaller mirrorless model. And like, like I said, that's what really took me off. So I studied like all the other cameras and I really wanted the a seven three, which is like a step up from mine or even the better Sony's, but we all know that's thousands of dollars. So I, um, my camera I was working with had broke while I was still working like my day job. It, I guess like, as I looked into it, a lot of Sony's and mirrorless cameras in general have like a lifespan. So I shot with mine for like two, three years until it broke and like, I've taken like millions of photos on there. But I guess every time you hit your shutter, it's literally like taking a day off your camera type shit. So. I was like, damn, it just stopped working and it was just too expensive to fix. So I was like, you know what? I have half of the money I need to get this camera and I don't want to just get the same one. I want to get a better one. So I made a GoFundMe and like a lot of my people back in Milwaukee and a lot of my new friends here and coworkers and stuff just helped me out and I got it. So it was very valuable to me. And that's why I almost felt like I had to go full time to really show people like you didn't invest in me for nothing. Like I got this. So it was just like a push and I love my camera. I actually want to get another one because I want to have two and just to, you know, let them live a little longer, like I was saying, so that I can switch between the two and kind of have one for video because I'm getting my arm pulled in video all the time. And that is a lot of the camera's part in a sense, like how it actually looks and renders and all of that. Like it's a lot. So yeah, that's the goal. But I love my A7 too. If you're into photography, I would suggest checking out Sony or mirrorless cameras because they really changed the game for me with like quality, clarity, all of that. And yeah, I just love it. I'm team Sony. I'm trying to become a Sony female alpha ambassador one day. <laughs> That's <Word>. the goal. <laughs> yeah. so I have a Nikon, which I normally shoot the show with. Um, I, I know nothing about cameras. Like I, it's not my specialty, but um but you know that's that's dope. Uh, yeah. That you've grown, you know, attached to your Sony. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also dope that uh, that community love we were talking about earlier really showed out. Yeah, uh, that's in, in yo, support of your upgrade. Everything I post every time I like show gratitude, I try to post like how grateful I am almost every day for just being alive, doing what I do, and 
having like anyone and everybody who's ever put like a dollar in my pocket, taken a picture with me, told my name to somebody else. Like the opportunities I've had and done have just been like insane. So I'm just hella grateful. I wouldn't be where I am without my people supporting me. So I feel like don't let people get it twisted when they're out here living large, like everybody needed somebody to get where they are, you know? So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, um, I know that, you know, without a medium like this to get to with creatives and individuals and activists to like, you know, even give me a chance and, you know, share space with me here, like, I don't know what I would do. So that's right. Yeah. Like it means something different to everybody. And this is dope to really like still put people out there during a time where like we can't Mm. see each other really do anything like I'm literally like dying to go to a concert or something like so bad (laughs) I'm like I need something (laughs) dude yeah like I fucking god I I uh I was going to shows like a couple times a week you know because that was I'd look for any and everything going on like shoot even if it's in Milwaukee I'll come back for that like (laughs) Yeah, we're going to put on some good-ass shows once the pandemic's over. I know that. I swear. I feel like everyone's going to go crazy. Like, we have to. Like, we got to we'll go take hard for, for all the years lost. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah, we'll never take it for granted, for sure. Ever again, especially our, like, generation, age group. Like, everybody in their 20s, early 30s is just like, holy shit. Like, yeah. everything we was doing, just, like, slow down. <laughs> yeah, precisely. Um, so I've noticed that costuming is a big part of your, your work. Um, and I'm kind of like, this is some really dope, like elaborate fits that, uh, your subjects, uh, are cast in. And, um, you know, I, I, I think, um, and, you know, once I tag your website in this, you know, folks can, you know, really see for themselves, just like all these, like, really like striking looks. So I'm kind of interested in how costuming, um, like sort of the role it plays like in uh, like relative to, you know, the emotional expression that, uh, that, you know, yeah. talking about earlier. Definitely. I honestly, that's so funny that you say that. I love that question because like when people DM me or email me or just inquire about a shoot, one of the second questions I ask them after like, when are you looking for and stuff is like, send me your outfit or your inspiration like you can ask anybody I've ever shot with that's usually like my first question because I'm like I need to see what you're wearing that's bounces back on me being like a visual artist and what I do like I personally feel like the outfit the accessories like really really make the photo pop like I love what I do but like I can't make people you know look a certain way in a sense like they have to come with it and I love working with stylists makeup artists hairstylists like honestly if you are in the modeling or photography industry like you need to have like a team of those or on standby that you can suggest to like people who are inquiring or if you're a model yourself you should get a team of like people that will genuinely work with you because you will see like an Excel in your content and just what you're like creating. Cause 
um going back on me saying like I asked for their outfit once I see it that's when I automatically am all right what what does this go with like outside somewhere I seen or does this look better with like a backdrop with lights or just plain so honestly outfits are like the main thing like I feel like the wardrobe and like what you have on really makes you pop as a person like unless you just have like that very distinct face where you're just getting like a portrait and it's just like you know wow um a lot of people like need to jazz it up a little bit in a sense to just make their stuff more original and you know different so I feel like when you go to my page or just see like my portfolio of work like you said you can really see that I love focusing on what people are wearing and I just really feel like that's what makes a picture um the scenery and what they what they have on what they look like all of that what could feel good yes you know? every day that's what I'm I don't saying live by. and uh some people have no idea so I have to help them and stuff or um my stylist I was working with just moved back to Milwaukee. So I'm trying to find more to just like have to like reach out to and collab with in the future. But yeah, I just, I feel like if, if you wanna do something different, look back on eras, outfits, movies, shows, just get inspiration and base it off of that. Cause that's what's really gonna make something pop for real. Certainly, yeah, dope, awesome. Um, thank you for sharing all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess uh, that leaves us to, um, you know, just in terms of how you're operating now, um, what uh, what's your preferred way that uh, folks can get in touch with you if they're interested in booking you? Okay. Well, I am on Instagram at Lotus Valentine Visuals. I check my DM like every day. Um, I was told to stop doing that and <laughs> make a booking link. So I will do that in the future. But for now, um, Lotus Valentine Visuals is the name of the website and the Instagram. And my email's on there. Um, I think I took my phone number off because I wasn't trying to do all that. But you can definitely DM or email me. Um, I travel everywhere and anywhere. Literally got the passport. I will be in Milwaukee in March. So hopefully I can make enough time to like open up some bookings and stuff to do. But yeah, so that's where you can find me. I aspire to do this for the rest of my days unless something really grabs my attention and pulls me a different way. But I just aspire to be the best I can be for myself and the people who work with me. So yeah. Go, hell yeah. Love that. <laughs> Love that energy. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I know. So you, you said you travel, like you'll travel anywhere. Um, what's one place in the world you want to go that you haven't been? Japan, for sure. Like that is. And um, Vietnam, they're like different because like I want to go to like Tokyo and really see like that life. I have a few photographers I follow out there that just blow me away where I'm just like crying that I want to be there right now. I'm just like, if I could just get some pictures in Japan, my life will be set. So I think I'm gonna make that a personal trip in like the next two years and really just save up and go because everywhere else I've been has been on clients expense and time. 
but it's still a blessing to have left the country but yeah japan is definitely on my next list and then thailand i'm sorry uh vietnam is just if you just google vietnam it's honestly one of the most beautiful places i've ever seen in a picture before so i was like i need to go <laughs> that's some self-love shit um yes i hope you get to do that um, me too fingers crossed I'm gonna start yeah. my savings <laughs> <laughs> so michelle as we're closing out here um i ask everyone the same two questions on our way out uh what keeps you up at night I would say just like the pressure and anxiety of like having things to finish. I feel like I really, um, it's hard for me to really like relax and focus or sleep when I have like a lot on my plate. I almost feel like I'm someone who likes to get things done um, in a timely sense and when things are lingering like I can't it, it keeps me up and I, I'm like I gotta go work on this because I feel like it's been two weeks since I took these pictures so I gotta get up and go but yeah and if um if I'm not financially right that keeps me up at night because I just feel like I have to get to grinding for real <laughs> it's been really in a way at me right now um just waiting for these taxes to come in, you know. I'm about to file mine today. They just yeah. came. I'm like, let's get it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, what puts you to sleep? I'm like, um, what's legal here? Um, besides that. <laughs> um, the common answer. <laughs> um, I would say just like. I don't know when I'm just like in my element and feel relaxed and at peace and like I accomplished what I needed for the day. I feel at ease and that's usually when I sleep best. Hell yeah. Well, <laughs> that's that's what we should all aspire to be. Um, at thank ease. You. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> thank you for being on the show, Michelle. This was yes. fun. Yeah. This was you awesome. Great. You're thank a you. great uh, interview subject. <laughs> I try. I'm like, I feel like I talk too much because I don't know when to stop. But if you ever need someone to talk to, I'm here. I got you. Oh, yeah. For everyone watching, um, I'll be tagging uh, Lotus Valentine Visuals, uh, the website, so you can <laughs> book a session, uh, check out her portfolio, and um, really see what she's about because it's really dope work. And uh, yeah, uh, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. And we'll see you next time.